Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama Tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Hobo. And oh boy, do we have a story for you. Was it about the Mysterios losing to the Usos because Rhea Ripley was out there making making trouble? Well, I I can't believe, now, now everybody knows, thanks a lot. Now you just ruined everything. Well, no, that's just the lead. Now you just have to pick up from there. (laughs) Is it Soto to the Dodgers? It it is not. We will get to Soto. Because my thumb hurts. We will. I know you keep hitting refresh. I know it's very difficult. Uh, But we will see and talk about Juan Soto in a few minutes. But we have to talk about Tiger Woods. It was revealed tonight. Greg Norman, who has been running the Live Tour and and making all kinds of offers and $100 million for guys and Phil Mickelson to come and play on the Live Tour, he did a TV interview on Fox News, and he said that while Tiger Woods won't be joining the Live Tour, 
doesn't mean they didn't try to get him. They asked Tiger Woods to join the Live Tour, and they offered him not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, one, not six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. But the offer was somewhere in the seven to eight hundred million dollar range. Why did he just round up to a billion dollars so he could have done the Dr. Evil thing? Well, maybe that would have been the next thing. Well, we'll offer seven or eight hundred. He counters at a billion and then we'll go to a billion. (laughs) He was offered between seven and eight hundred million dollars to join the Live Tour. And Tiger Woods said no. Now, it's easy to say, well, Tiger Woods, how much money does the guy have? Yeah, Tiger Woods' net worth is about a billion dollars, which is something. He could have doubled that just by joining the Live Tour to play a handful of events. How many events are you going to play? I don't know, three? Uh, all right, fine. Uh, I mean, how many, really, how many yeah. is he really going to play? He could have joined the Live Tour and doubled his net worth, and he said no. And he has said in the past many times, I believe in the PGA Tour. I believe in what they've done. And for someone who's been about money his whole career, because he has been, to turn that down, look, he's had his issues the past few years, you know, trying to come back. He's had personal issues. He had the car accident. He's had trying to rediscover his game. But every single PGA Tour golfer should put a Tiger Woods statue in the middle of their bleeping lawn because he single-handedly saved the tour by saying no to $800 million. Because if Tiger Woods goes, that's a different story. Suddenly you have the guy that everybody's going to watch and everybody would then watch the Live Tour. People aren't going to watch the Live Tour for Mickelson and Sergio Garcia. No, who cares? No one's going to watch. But if Tiger goes, he still must see TV. Everybody then watches a live tour. Who watches a PGA tour? Nobody. Do you watch the, the, uh, the, the, I would say the vast majority of the majors? Yes, you do. Certain ones are harder when, you know, the British Open, the Open Championship is in England. It's, it's harder. But you are watching everything that Tiger Woods does. That's what Tiger, that's Tiger Woods meant. The fact that he's able to say no, he could be the PGA tour commissioner tomorrow. He saved the PGA tour by doing something that hardly anybody would be able to do. You tell me another guy that can say, Hey, here's $800 million to go. I mean, it's one thing to say, here's a few million. And guess what? If I finish last, I still get $750,000, whatever. This is $800 million. Guy could have doubled his salary and bought the Cowboys. But instead he says, no, I believe in the PGA tour. Yeah, the PGA Tour now owes everything to Tiger. Like they didn't know it before, they owe him even more now than they did an hour ago. I was going to say, you got the last 25 years, he's kind of been the, this, what, the old straw that stirs the drink, to use that uh, euphemism analogy uh, classic line, as it were. Yeah, he doesn't play in as many events, but you see what it did for the the purses and all of the money that flowed in to the PGA tour when he was in his heyday and even years following. So for him to make this decision, looking at the history of the PGA tour and look, there's it's checkered all over the place with their stance on many topics. And then if you really want to dig deep again, it goes back to the funding of things and, and where money flows in all of this, Jason, it's, it's not always the, uh, the most, uh, I don't know, savory of characters 
that that also help fund a lot of these things. So it's follow it, the money. That's what they no, say. Follow but, but, the money. But that's the thing, right? If you follow it out, sometimes you're not going to be happy where it leads you. But what we have is the the battle lines and like Liv had an event this weekend. Uh, Stenson comes away with the victory after being stripped of his uh, Ryder Cup captain slot uh, earlier in the week. So you got that for him. But it was him and Dustin Johnson atop the leaderboard, a couple of big names. So it got a little bit of run. But it's also trying to determine exactly what the end game is, or or if not the end game, what it is in 2022. For Liv, it's just let's have a conversation. Let's have the PGA scramble. And let's have some some golfers come over, start a conversation. Right? They're not, at this point, worried about the distribution and whatever. They're just printing money. Uh, and and sending over big novelty sized checks to guys, and, and it's disruptive, but it's more the long term effect for the PGA Tour. But trying to swipe the biggest superstar and having him say beat it, that's oh. a nice nice win for the Ooh. PGA short term. That's and more for- than a nice win. That's <laughs> that's everything now. I mean, if Tiger Woods, who knows? If Tiger Woods then left, then who's going to stay? Are we really going to have purses? Are they still going to? Is the PGA Tour still going to be around? Am I am I just being stupid by not going? That changes well, everything. Well, it's him and Rory are the two guys that have been the most vocal about it, talking about legacy, history, all those things, and and it's the they're guys that have won, and and obviously for Tiger, you look at his legend. And all that was built, well, it's PGA Tour. So there's, at least for him, he feels by this action and, and certainly where it is, it not necessarily taking a, a political stance. It's the history of the PGA and standing up for what he believes the tour is all about. And that's great and idealistic and, and fun. But he's also won several hundred million dollars worth of prizes and he's also made that much in endorsements and sponsorships through the years. So uh, a little different place yeah, but still, Mike, where this he's is able to make a move. No, I get that. Eight hundred. This is eight hundred. And I traded off for a little more. I, I get it. I get it. Eight hundred million dollars. But he makes a big statement, and what it has to do, though, is for to really affect things long term, is that. He's got to be in the ears of guys coming up through college, the women coming up through college, uh, the the folks that are going to be the next leaders on the tour, as well as the guys that are atop the leaderboards now to convince them that it matters and also to really enact whatever type of change they can to, and even if it means a change in the tax status for the PGA, because that's one of the things that's really the interesting follow the money line of all of this is how low the purses are based uh, relative to how much money comes in. You want to talk about CBAs and all those other things that we we were talking about with the NFL, Major League Baseball, etc. This is all independent contractors. You want to play here or not? And, and you're, you're signing bad deals and you're signing up because you've got no control. So maybe Tiger Woods can lead at least a little bit of a rebellion not in, in a you know, while the live tour is running, uh, you know, in, in parallel to get purses raised. So guys don't maybe feel compelled to make that leap. 
We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms. They do apply. Well, that's the the other part of this conversation now is what because cer- certain numbers we hear about money now and, and you hear in the in the tens and hundreds of millions of dollars and sometimes it just goes over your head but this is one of those that dude turned down eight could have doubled his net worth and said no and is keeping the pga tour alive but the other part of it is this is that at some point will the live tour lose interest yeah probably they will lose interest all right we we're trying it's it's the because the live tour is the usfl with more money Right, that's what it is. We're trying to build something and and trying to cut into years and years of 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 what people have had for viewing habits and participation habits and consumption habits, and we're trying to do this all right now. Eventually, yeah, they're going to wind up losing interest in this. But the fact that they had eight hundred million dollars to offer Tiger to offer Tiger Woods to come. Uh, that tells me that they can stick around a little bit longer than you think. This is not going to be a few months. It's not going to be, well, we're not getting any coverage over the next, you know, six and a half months. Or, you know, we're getting into 2023, and now uh, maybe they might pull the plug. Because if they had $800 million to offer Tiger Woods just to compete, uh, this shows you that there's deep pockets, and then there's the Live Tour can hang out as long as they want to on this. As long as they stayed, stay interested, they can continue to do this clearly. Because if they have that kind of money for him, uh, yeah, they may, may be a little bit longer before uh, these golfers, hey, all the money's gone, all right, we're going back to the PGA Tour. It's going to be around a little bit longer than you no, think. No, but that's just it. There's an unlimited supply of money. It's, it's what we joke about when we talk about Major League Baseball and the trade deadline, and we've got some more news starting to, to work, trying to dot the, dot the I's, cross the T's on, on a potential big deal here between contenders. But the, the idea, you know, we laugh about the Dodgers. Okay, go sell another painting, right? Guggenheim and, and all the money and the Brinks trucks and ha, ha, ha. Well, that's a drop in the bucket compared to what we're talking about with the Live Tour. When you look at the monies that just keep flowing on an annual basis. This is nothing. This is the rounding area. This is the joke about change in the couch cushion. That's what $800 million is in this. And that's a very scary thought when you try to extrapolate from there because, look, everybody did their, how much would I get if I took the one-time payout from Mega Millions on Friday? About $800 million, folks. That's what Tiger Woods said no to. He would have won the lottery there the same way. Oof, I'll tell you, that is some – I'm outside. I still can't get over that. I really can't. I know that we talk about being able to stand up and, and, and American pride and values and to think where the money is coming from from the Saudis. And, and, but when you get to that kind of money, it's, oh, my God, and he still said no. I Really, it is – I mean, th- this is one of those decisions that you stand up and, 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 and realize that this is not just a one person. This is not just, hey, Phil is going. You know, this is not just, oh, hey, look who changed your mind and is going. This is Tiger Woods had two competing golf tours, and he could he could make one, he could ruin the other, he can't, and he decided, hey, you know what, yeah, no, I, instead of making all this money, I'm going to continue to try to, to gut it out and play in Milwaukee and play in, you know, in, in Des Moines and, and play in Sarasota uh, when I can uh, just to try to move this up. I mean, that is really some kind America. of America. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. What a maroon. 
We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discovery you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms. They do apply. Well, before we get into exactly what the NFL has no choice but to do next, uh, the MLB trade deadline tomorrow. We've had some big deals go down already today. We told you the Yankees and Astros, look, A-plus grades. I mean, they make incredible deals. We'll get to the Josh Hader deal as well coming up in a little bit. But uh, the Braves are doing Braves things right now, kind of like they did last year at the deadline when they were meandering around 500. The Mets were just a couple of games over 500. They made aggressive deals, got four new starters, and they powered their way to the World Series. Uh, Seeing that maybe they could do it again, They just made a trade. They got Robbie Grossman from the Tigers, and they just obtained Will Smith. No, not that Will Smith. And no, not that Will Smith. The other Will Smith, the pitcher. They get Will Smith, the pitcher, not Will Smith, the catcher. Uh, But still a couple of nice moves. Look, Will Smith is is pretty good. Grossman's, he's having a bad year. But, you know, look, the Braves, when you make moves like this, if you catch lightning in a bottle and some guys that are talented, they change their uh, location. And, hey, you you suddenly get something here. But I want to say this. This is not last year. They're not chasing a team that's meandering a couple of games above 500. This ain't last year. Happy DeGrom Eve, everybody. Hashtag LFGM. This is not 2021, Mike Harmon. Good luck, Atlanta. Yeah, this is fun, right? Astros trade Odorizzi for Will Smith. So it's it's a fun deal when you have contenders in the mix uh, and making headlines and, you know, the usual suspects. Uh, trying to make that next run and, and continue that length of dominance. It's, it's like we were when this broke. Uh, Will Smith of the Dodgers, who's just been absolutely on fire, was standing on second base, and Frostberg goes, "That's not my my Will Smith's not going anywhere." <laughs> He's then not Will going Smith, anywhere, man. Then they pinch run for him. He comes off the field. No, 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 no. Why? Why? No, I'm not going. Well, unless he's going to Washington. And he started yelling, I'm not bleeping leaving. All right, you're going to Washington? Beat it. Uh, no, no, no. They wouldn't have to trade Will Smith for uh, Juan Soto. They're not going to have to trade Will Well, he might be better than Juan Soto. Uh, wow. So- that's, well, what that's he next have? level there. What, what, I, I think, what, what does he have? Like, like, like an, he's averaging an he's RBI unreal. game this year? He's right? easily and, the best catcher in baseball <laughs> right now. <laughs> Whew, he's been fantastic. Yeah, he's, he's been on fire of late. But, but yeah, to, to this deal, right, Odorizzi's got a, a couple of bad starts in the mix, but otherwise been pretty solid. Right? The old back it out and, and look at the bulk of his work for the season. And – I don't know. It's it's one of those. Anytime the Astros make a move, baseball, uh, the baseball world has those shock waves sent through. It's like, no, not those guys again. Cheaters. <laughs> what are they doing now? <laughs> it's kind of like you with the Patriots. What are they doing now? Oh boy. Oh boy. See what I, I did there? I made. It I saw. I see exactly what you did. No, I I I, I see what you, you just did let there. the air right out of the room. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> So, again, uh, a couple of big moves by the Braves. It's Grossman. It's Odorizzi. It's sending out Will Smith. Frostburg, very excited. He was hyperventilating for a couple of minutes when he heard Will Smith was no, getting traded. it was traded. a little bit of that. It was a little bit of that for him. Uh, but th- you're right. Look, and that's the thing. This is fun because now I'm, ch- I'm, I'm, I'm hitting refresh every five seconds going, Mets, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? 
What are we doing? Yes, DeGrom is coming back tomorrow. Put him in the deal for Soto. Put him in the deal for Soto. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Put him uh, in the deal for Soto. Words you never thought you'd hear uttered. <laughs> Out of if the you mouth said that, of Jason Smith. If you said that to me 10 days ago, I would have said, come on, man. What are you talking about? Put him in the deal. Threw his that. guy in the gutter, Mike. Uh, yeah, no, that's how like, okay. first. But, I mean, Frostburg, tight shirt. I mean, th- this now is really exemplary of the type of guy Smith is. Yeah, you see the- what he did? <laughs> and when it went bad... You cut these guys loose. <laughs> New phone, who dis? How about that? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, look, it's fun. It's Look, it's, it's a great time now, and you are seeing the exact teams you would expect to try to get rich, get richer, right? Who, who are the teams that, that look like this could be their year in Major League Baseball, right? It's, it's very easy. There's no, hey, look who decided to jump up and pretend they are contenders. That's kind of – no, who made the big moves today? Okay, we watched the Yankees. And the Astros, the two best teams by far in the American League, they made the moves. Could other teams make moves? Yeah, we. I mean, we watched the Mariners make a nice move because they can sniff the playoffs for the first time in 20 years. Sure. But really, this is the Yankees and the Astros. Who are the teams in the National League that can make the moves? The Mets, the Braves, the Brewers, the Dodgers, and the Padres. Those are all the big contenders. And so far, we saw the big moves today from the Brewers and the and the Padres making that trade. The Braves are getting players now, and now it's coming down to Juan Soto, uh, Padres, Dodgers. Where's he going to beat Mets? Whatever it's going to. What gonna about Syndergaard? Uh, he used to matter. I'm sorry. I said big trades. I said I said big trades. I'm sorry. I well, I, I but it would show trades. that the Angels were actually answering their phone about deals. Well, maybe because the report earlier, you know, is like, hey, you know, there were a lot of teams calling about Otani. And then he realized, wait, I lose how much money if he goes away? <laughs> no, no. And, and that was the offer they really came with. Come on. Listen, just pretend you're calling about Otani. Just say you're pretending you're calling about him and then we'll call about. Uh, he fakes. So, he pretends yeah. to fake. <laughs> it is, you know, look, sometimes we, we don't spend enough time and sometimes we need to stop and say this is a fun time now. These next few hours going to the deadline with Soto being the big prize. And, you know, you could see another couple of big names move, but we've kind of seen the names we thought that were going to get traded go. Mancini, Vasquez, we saw it. Montas. I mean, we, we saw them. It's, it's, it's Soto. So now we're going to spend all day tomorrow wondering are we going to get a big Soto deal on the deadline. And that's going to be the most fun thing. And I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you, my money is still on the Dodgers because now it's down to three teams, right? And who's in there? The Dodgers. Have you heard any names? No. You've heard names from the Padres. You've heard no names from the Dodgers because this is what the Dodgers do. They stay in it, and they say, yes, we want it. Call us, call us, call us. And then at the very end, it's, oh, Soto's to the Dodgers. And here are the players going back in trade the other way. I said from the beginning, yes, the Dodgers, you're not going to hear names, and they're going to be on the periphery. But when it gets down to it, they're going to be there at the end. And, and as long as Washington has a choice and the Dodgers are okay with offering four big names under control prospects, it's going to be Soto to the Dodgers, and that's what's going to happen. I'm st- my money's still on Soto if he gets traded to the Dodgers. Oh, yeah. Work in stealth mode. And, and as we talk about organizational stability, continuity, uh, and just general flow to where you believe the organization has a unified, singular voice as to how they operate. The Dodgers are really the one team in Major League Baseball that stands out, right? You've got success in other spots, no question, and you see what the Padres have done these last couple of years. 
with a little bit of help from their friends uh, and trash cans. We've seen what the Astros can do. But from an organizational standpoint, they've brought a lot of a lot of folks through their system and into the big leagues. The Cardinals, everybody loves or hates them, but you got a handful of teams. But the Dodgers are certainly the one that, and we were talking about it before, right? You get called up and you hit 800 in your first two games. Yeah, next man up. And a bunch of guys that are just waiting. You got Vargas sitting there in the minor leagues. He's got nowhere to go. He's just stuck. Yeah. So, and, and every night, if you go through your scroll, you're going to see, you know, hey, he hit another home run. Now what do they do with him? Where does he go? Yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. and whether he becomes part of a trade, because that's the other part, is they've always been good of uh, the sleight of hand of like, well, you can take a couple of these prospects, <laughs> not those guys. Whereas every other team, right, you, you've seen the the chatter out of San Diego. It's, all right, here's four of the top six guys in our farm system. Not enough? All right, we need that fifth guy. All right, maybe that's going to be the case. So it's it's just kind of interesting to watch that that they can work in stealth mode. You've seen the front office guys around the All-Star game all gave their interviews in very nebulous terms about would-be superstars adding to the mix. But you know there's there's just that uh, buzz and and just waiting for the hammer to fall uh, and seeing Juan Soto. I mean, he's already got his fan base out there. They were chanting yeah. for him during the All-Star game. So Look, the, the Nationals can say, well, we don't know if we have. How about we give you Outman? Oh, the guy hitting 800? Yeah, we'll just throw him in. Oh, okay, <laughs> sure. Okay, now we'll do the deal. Yeah, great. He just brought up a, a guy. walk now, too. We brought uh, up a guy for two days. Now Now he's going to be the centerpiece of the Juan Soto. Like I tell you, every guy the Dodgers brings up hits 350. It's here's, amazing. Here's one of my favorite tweets coming out of this Smith-Odorizzi trade, right? Andy McCulloch works for the uh, the Athletic been a baseball writer a long time. The Smith order is he deal doesn't really fit the bill. But every time one big leaguer gets traded for another, my brain immediately goes, hell yeah, challenge trade, nice. <laughs> That's where we're at. The baseball world just celebrates that we got yep. big leaguers being yes. dealt for others, not a and future considerations kind of thing. This is good. It's good for the health of the game. (laughs) Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike. It's Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms. They do apply. Now, as far as Deshaun Watson goes, we, we've talked about it. We talked with Jason Lock and Fora earlier in the show. And with uh, Judge Sue L. Robinson coming down with a six-game suspension for Deshaun Watson. NFLPA said last night, we're not going to appeal, so you shouldn't either. Yeah, not happening. Um, in her ruling, which she felt the, the NFL needed to have bigger burden of proof they didn't reach, she felt that Deshaun Watson did not show any remorse in, in what went on. And the, and the Browns put out this ridiculous statement today saying, we know he's remorseful about what's happened. No, he's never showed remorse. Uh, she also had to stipulate that he gets massages only from team-appointed personnel. Can't go outside. All of these things she has put in her decision, but the dis- suspension was only six games. I get the perspective of, and you hear it in the Dan Patrick promo, that, hey, does the NFL just want the Deshaun Watson story to be over because it's hung over the league for a long time? I get that. There is absolutely no way. The NFL has no choice. They need to go to the wall and push and do everything they can to keep him from taking the field because this storyline is absolutely 
it, it, it will overshadow everything with the NFL because he's playing every Sunday and it's always going to be up. There will be protests. There will be there will be a mess. There will be people who don't want to watch the sport. There will be droves and droves of of controversy surrounding Deshaun Watson. If he plays it's such a bad headline for the NFL. And this is like some Roger Goodell legacy type stuff if he can't push for a suspension for Deshaun Watson for this. So the NFL really has no choice. They have to go to the wall on this. They have to say, okay, as far as we can take this, we're going to take this. Kind of like Major League Baseball's done with Trevor Bauer. Hey, indefinite suspension could be at least another couple of years and you got to apply to get back in. That's where it should be with Deshaun Watson. We can do this. This is how we do this because this is our sport and we can make these decisions. I, I, I don't think the NFL really ever, I don't think they ever thought about that because I get for a while, boy, it's such a bad headline, but this is where if this stays and, and, and Deshaun Watson comes back after six games and you see that here's somebody who has shown no remorse that had to settle with 24 women over sexual misconduct and gets $230 million guaranteed as a result, this guy just didn't escape. He profited at, you know, during this. This would, be, this would hang over the league for such a long time. The NFL has to do everything they can to keep him from taking the field, and I guarantee you that's what you're going to see from them coming up the next couple of days. You'll see a big appeal they're going to say we want the season plus we want in we want indefinite and he's got to apply to get back in that's where the nfl is going to go with this yeah i mean reading into the language that judge robinson used i mean there's a lot of uh finger wagging and you know consternation about what the history has been what the cbas have been uh the precedent that has been set with light suspensions and short suspensions, and and you could say that the commissioner's office botched it. I've always said the greatest and worst thing that the commissioner's office tried to do was set this up, the personal conduct policy, suspensions, et cetera, because no two cases are going to be the same. And the language has to be, uh, as we know, a bit nebulous, which means you're you're trying to figure out where which way the wind blows, but also you know you, you can't adjudicate everything the same way. And so you've had some very big missteps. And in the court of public opinion, we know that the six games handed down doesn't feel like it was enough, given the language that you've heard, the testimony that you know, we, we've seen. In, and if you've seen it in writing, you've watched the, the HBO documentary and, and interviews that the judge more or less felt her hands were tied based on she's got to work off the CBA, not just, you know, rule of law, right? So part of it is for the next CBA and for the commissioner's office in the league that, all right, you've got to show that you, you'll go harder. You can't suddenly decide to do this. And this is where the discussion of do you treat this as one case versus 24, right? Is it all under one swoop because it's the same act and the same set of circumstance or are they 24 different events he did settle with another three so you've got 23 of 24 are now settled but i would fully expect roger goodell to use every bit of power in his chair as he's done in the past to extend this and if it ends up in a court battle at least in the court of public opinion the league will have done the right thing Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. 
on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media. 
as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. You idiot, they cheer for him. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms. They do apply. Big day Major League Baseball trade deadline today. We've talked about the Yankees moves, the Astros moves, Braves making a couple a couple of moves over the course of the last 45 minutes or so. What are you ingesting while you're in trying advance to talk? Of my, my, my Dr. Pepper, I think, went down the wrong pipe, I think. I think that's what it was. You sure? Mm. I'm having my uh, happy DeGrom Eve uh, zero sugar diet Dr. Pepper. Ah, Tasty. Happy DeGrom no Eve. No sugar and diet. What's the point? It, well, it, it's, well, it's not diet. I'm sorry. It's zero sugar. It's, it's, it's not zero sugar and diet. You have a cup of decaf coffee it's, while you're at it. You'll it's zero sugar. Oh, what you, don't, don't you think I've been double fisting that for the night tonight? Whoa. I had a little bit of coffee. Now I got this. It's not even okay. nine yet. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you probably woke up and saw a very surprising deal. The Brewers trade Josh Hader to the Padres. Now, on the surface, the Brewers got a lot back, right? Dillison Lamette, who you know has been a – Good prospect for a while. He's got a lot of injury history. Uh, Estuary Ruiz is a guy they sold high on. He wasn't even on the 40-man protected roster earlier this year. Robert Gasser is the prospect. And Taylor Rogers, who is closed and done a pretty good job for the Padres this year, uh, also goes back to Milwaukee. And I don't like this for the Brewers. I love it for the Padres. I look at this and I say to myself, you know what? The Brewers kind of outfought themselves. All right, because Hader is going to be a free agent after next year, and I saw all day today, oh, here are the Brewers, and they're ensuring future success by, by trading Hader at the top of his, uh, of, of his, of his game and, and, and don't have to worry about paying him after next year, and look what they got back. Um, yeah, I think you got too cute. All right, th- this, is, this is a World Series or bust kind of year. You're a team that's in first place in the NL Central, and you traded a lights-out reliever who admittedly has been shaky the past couple of weeks. I mean, you know, you would, it was unbelievable. Shaky, but you look at his, at his uh, splits, and July is always his worst month. He's incredible in the postseason. Not only is he great, he brings attitude, and he brings a – game over kind of mentality to a team and this is what the brewers decided they were okay trading away now i get the brewers have a really good bullpen and in theory you go well you replace him he's got 29 saves rogers has 28 saves yeah but you know what rogers isn't josh Hader. not many guys are josh Hader. he's the best reliever in the game if you lose him in a year and a half because he wants 20 million dollars a year okay you lose him but you got him this pennant race and next year 
Why not? Why not keep the best ninth inning reliever and instead, ah, we got some guys. You didn't go get three of the top five prospects the Padres had. They didn't give you anything. They gave you a guy who was injured, a guy who wasn't even protected on the 40-man roster to start the year, and one prospect. Oh, okay. And they get back a guy who's now going to bring you teeth and attitude and all kinds of dominance. The Brewers got too cute, and the Padres were able to pounce. And they keep all their guys if they still want to pull off a Juan Soto trade they can because they didn't trade any of the guys that would go in that deal this is a great move for the Padres and I hate it for the Brewers yeah I don't hate it for the Brewers it just you've got a guy that'll be a free agent a year sooner than the closer you had but hater being a bit more battle tested Rogers uh, has had, had a fine year what he's at 28 saves so you know, kind of a at least from a statistical standpoint more a wash now do you, can you get anything out of these prospects that that's the question right does Ruiz come over and can he give you a, a bit of a lift that remains to be seen for the Padres yeah that, that that's the biggest story of the day is they were able to make a deal and in theory better themselves while still holding out all the cards for whatever can happen in the next 24 hours right I mean that that's that's really it because we've watched Rumor after rumor of all of their top 15, 20 prospects going out in some convergence uh, with a deal to another would-be contender. And and then, obviously, the battle for Juan Soto. So, I I can't hate the Brewers overall, but the Padres are still in a position of power to make the next move. Mm. I mean, that's the best part of it for them. They they still stay in that Soto sweepstakes. And it'll come down to Padres-Dodgers. I mean, it'll wind up being Dodgers, but they stay in it. It's a great, great trade for them. It's more than just getting a closer. It's now getting attitude, getting te- great, great move for them. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike, it's Swollen Dome. Coming up next, we get back into the biggest story of the day in the National Football League. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.